Welcome to the Empowering Family Health Podcast, brought to you by your host, Joanne Callahan. In a world of disempowered and struggling families, it is my hope to bring you inspiration, information and support to take back control of your life and live an empowered, healthy and happy life. We'll be interviewing parents, doctors, health experts and professionals in all areas of health and well-being. And my aim is to transform you into the masters of your family's future. Hello, everybody, and you're very welcome back again to another podcast episode of the Empowering Family Health. Today, we have a very special guest that I'm delighted to have, Eamon Walsh. And Eamon Walsh is the founder of Suite. And I've known Eamon for quite some time now through some networks and uh, over the last year or two at least Eamon I think. Eamon you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much Joanne it's it's great to be here I'm, I'm delighted to be on with you I've been keeping an eye as, on what you've been doing seeing what you've been doing it's it's great I love the the, the YouTube channel and, and and everything you're doing around empowering family health and uh, and all of that it's it's uh, it's very very important the work that, and, and the, the the stuff that you you're talking about on the channel is, I think is hugely important so thank you for having me on. It's, it's, you're welcome. It's a you're very welcome. Yeah, and it's funny, Amy, because uh, when you interviewed me on your on your group, your Facebook group, Power the Individual, I was literally just launching it and we were talking about the the Empowering Family Health podcast. So and you helped me to reach a few people and get that message out there as well. So yeah, it is. It's really important. There's so many families suffering and suffering unnecessarily and people don't know the solution or what it is that they even want. I think there's a very small, minute number of people that actually know what they want. So we're going to get into all of that. Uh, but first, Eamon, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little background uh, on what it is that you really care about, what you're passionate about in the world. Okay, well, I'm based in the west of Ireland, uh, but from a business point of view, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the lucky, look, lucky ones that as long as I have a, a, an internet connection and <laughs> a laptop, I can, I can work anywhere in the world, from anywhere in the world, if you know what I mean. Uh, but born and raised in, in, in the West of Ireland, um, I, my background would predominantly be in sales, uh, events also, but primarily sales. And um, yeah, I mean, I've worked in retail, I've worked in events, I've worked in, in various different areas of sales. And, and one of, I suppose, one of the areas that, uh, that, that I spotted through, through that career was in terms of with business owners and, and, and companies that I worked with. In a lot of businesses, there was a lack of, of, of a sales process. So to cut a long story short, through a lot of learning, a lot of uh, research and a lot of, of uh, talking to an awful lot of people, an awful lot of businesses, um, figured out that, yeah, there's, there's a, a big need out there for um, proper sales processes. I think a lot of companies go marketing, lead generation, and then you know, you've got you know, a conversion rate and the sales just happens and they forget about the, the bit in between. Yeah. Um, and and there normally is some element of a sales process in there in a company, but it can be quite chaotic and unorganized and, and just kind of haphazard, you know, and whatever happens is going to happen. So that's what I started helping companies do. Uh, it's a lot of automation, building systems, building specific systems for specific problems within companies. And you mightn't think it, um, you know, when you initially think about that, you're thinking, okay, software, you're thinking systems, you're thinking sales, you're thinking all of this kind of stuff. Mm. But it actually, for, particularly for SMEs, particularly for SMEs, it actually really does, in many cases, come right back around and help with empowering family health, believe it or not. It, yeah, it, yeah, I can it, see where you're going with it. Yeah. What's really yeah. out to me, Eamon, is 
freeing up time because the automated processes and I can relate to that Eamon because a very very long time ago God come back 15 years now at this stage I used to do not what you're doing but similar in terms of automating and uh, I used to have to spew out a load of reports in Excel and what have you all these financial reports and like that uh, I automated them and it freed up so much time for productivity and making more phone calls as a telesales company so yeah I guess what you're yeah. saying and it's really really um and, and and it's doable and i think that's the way we're going in these times yeah it is and i think you know a, a lot of there are a lot of business owners out there where the work fo- and i come across this so often the work follows them home you yeah they they finish in the office at five or six o'clock or whatever and they're coming home and then they're working on whatever they're working on on you know possibly up until 11 12 possibly into the early hours of the morning, and then they're up crack of dawn again working on their business. And, you know, you, you, you have to ask, why did they set the business up in the first place? It probably had a lot to do with their family, giving their family the lifestyle that they wanted, their yeah. kids, everything else, getting the holiday, doing, you know, giving them the standard of living that, that, that they wanted for their family. That's probably a big part of why they started their businesses in the first place. And I think a lot of it is, it's very easy to get trapped and to feel trapped in your business and I, I suppose the main message that I'd like to put out there today for anyone watching this that maybe has a business or owns a business and might actually they're sitting there thinking god you know yeah sometimes I do really feel trapped by my business yeah I think um, we all yeah uh, maybe we all have a bit of that yeah uh, there's there, there's a way out there's there's it doesn't have to be like that I'm sure that's not why you started your business to ultimately be trapped by it and I think a lot of it is, is simply around people they don't know where to turn for the help. They don't know what, what to look for. They don't know, you know, how to, how to solve, solve the problem. In some cases, they're not even aware that they have a problem. They think, well, this is just it. This is just the business. This is what every business owner Designed, does. Resigned. This is just the way it is. Yeah. And they think this is what it is to be a business owner. And this is what mm-hmm. every business owner does. I can guarantee you. And I can assure you guys, if you're in that position where you're feeling trapped, that is not what every business owner does. Okay. And there is a better way and there is a solution, regardless of what your problem is, the solution is out there. Somebody has the solution for whatever it is, whatever it is you're working on in the evenings, whatever it is you're working on the weekends, whatever it is that's taking you away from your, your family and your friends and, and everything else, whatever that bit is, somebody has the solution for it. And that's what it's about. Recent, like we, 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 I was working with a company recently. We've, we're just finishing off a system for them. And without getting into it, long story short, a process in their business that used to take up to three days, anything from two to three days, yeah. is now taking 15 minutes. Up to three days is now taking 15 minutes. Oh, my God. So, the, I mean, you know, you went into that company start of the year. They, they may have been of the mindset, well, this is just the way it is. This is yeah. just how you do this and it's how you have to do it. There's a there's a better way. <laughs> I can assure you, if it's anno- if it's annoying you, even if it's just slightly annoying you, there's 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 100% a better way. But definitely, if you're feeling trapped by it, if it's causing you stress and anxiety and worry, if it's impacting your relationships at home, there is a better way. And and you have to you have to look at why did you start that business in the first place? You know, yeah. and and you know, okay to give the family the, the, the lifestyle you wanted and you being absent or, 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 or partly absent for, for huge portions of, of the week, is that the lifestyle you envisioned for them? 
where they where you work in departments. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a very important question to ask. And um, if, yeah. if you're not satisfied with the answer, reach out to somebody, anybody, me, you, anybody, and ask for help. There's loads Absolutely. of people that will help you. It's really, it's great, um, Eamon, when you say, you know, are you frustrated? Really check in with yourself. Is this frustrating you? And if the answer is yes, then ask yourself, why? Why is this frustrating me? Or, um, and there's so many people that you can reach out to as well. But I think the really first step is to identify and and know is this is this making you happy is this fulfilling you and as you say many entrepreneurs start out because they want that freedom that freedom of being able to have more time with their families that's why an awful lot of entrepreneurs because they don't want that nine to five job all that commuting you know uh, in the mornings and the evening times and I remember when I was working a job and I used to have to do a lot of traveling and I didn't get home till eight o'clock at night sometimes and then I was doing overtime on a Saturday sometimes and before I knew where I was this was going on for months and months and then my young child, I had a child very young and he was growing up very, very quickly. And children are only young, you know, they grow up really, really fast and you do want to spend your time. And it's not all about just having the financial money there to pay the bills. You want to be with your children and, and, um, and, and have that control and that power in your business, but have that work-life balance and be able to separate it. And you're right, there is a lot of people that bring their work home and we need to be able to switch off as soon as we come in the door and be with our family. And that's like we could physically be here in body, but not a mind could be totally elsewhere. And that's something a lot of people don't actually um, they're not aware of, as you say, you know, and when you don't know what you don't know, that can be really, really dangerous. And that's a very good point. When you don't know what you don't know, that can be very, very dangerous. One, one thing one thing that I always do with uh, my clients is I quantify the problem. And I normally do it in, in, in monetary terms as in what's this costing your business over the next yeah. 10 years. And it's amazing. As you say, you don't know what they're very aware of the problem. That's why you're in there in the first place. That's why they've asked you to come in and look at systems and go, you know, we know we need a better way of doing it. And the first thing I do is I quantify the problem. So we go, okay, just so you're, it's just so everybody is aware and that we actually know what the situation is here. If you don't solve this problem, this is what, this is what it's going to cost your business over the next 10 years. If you don't solve the problem. And I can tell you sometimes that is in the millions, you know, over, yeah. over 10 years. depending on the business, obviously depending on what you're selling, what your services or what your product is. But I mean, I was working, I, I, I was sitting down doing one of those meetings with a, a roofing company lately. And I mean, it was, um, what was it? I think it was 30, I think it was 39 million or 38 million over 10 years is what it was going to cost that company if they didn't fix the problem. Now, when we say cost the company, I'm not talking about money out of their pocket, but I'm talking about lost revenue turnover. They, they will never be able to get the turnover. They'll never be able to have unless upgrade the systems and fix the systems and they're, they're a growing company they want to grow so to enable that growth there's, there's certain problems that are in the way and if they don't fix those problems it's going to be 30 i think it's 38 or 39 million that's incredible so so you're looking at the consequences and the, as as like the cost the consequences as and you could do that in any aspect of your life you know if you if you're not spending time with your family what's the the consequences or what's the cost of this and that's a good way of looking at things you know what you're actually missing out on so that's that that was going to be my next point actually to take that kind of idea and bring it you know look at if you're if the work is following you home just for the next week 
okay, for the next week, uh, from when you get home, count the hours, uh, check in with yourself every hour, every two hours, see what you've done for that period of time, and just count how many hours while you're at home, at home with your family, yeah. right, supposedly, right, yeah. how many hours you spent working. Because a lot of us don't even realize we're doing it. I'm guilty of it. I worked last night. I think I was working. I was still on the computer at like half 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I was like, God, I need to go to bed. You know, so, uh, and when we're passionate about it, it's very easy yeah. to do that. Now, I don't do that every, every evening, far from it. Um, but it's very easy for us to do that, particularly when we're passionate. But God, it does wear you out. So just keep a track of that. From when you're supposed to be at home with your family, count the hours that, I've gone into work within those hours. So it might be three hours, four hours, could be six hours, whatever it is, right? That's each day. Now multiply, get your daily average. Monitor for a week, get your daily average. And then multiply that by um, 365, right? So that being the full year. If you want to do it a, a weekly average, multiply it by 52. Weekly average might be a bit easier to do. And multiply it by, by 52. Whatever that those extra hours are, multiply it by 52 to get your year. And then assuming that you plan to be in business for the next 10 years, yeah, assuming that that's the plan, you want to be in business for the next 10 years. Multiply that time for the year by 10. So your weekly average multiplied by 52, multiplied by 10. And just, just, we'll just, I'm actually, while we're doing it here, I'm going to turn the computer on. We'll just, we'll work out, we'll work out a very conservative, my computer's after going on now, we'll, we'll work out a very conservative one. So let's say you were just spending, on average, we'll say 21 hours extra a week above and beyond which would be i mean most people in business have probably done that at some point or do that at some point yeah. right so let's say that's that's about three hours extra a day in your week right so 20 over seven days we'll say so 20 21 hours over and above and i i and you know as well around this business owners watching this going well you can multiply that by three but let's just say 21 hours right for an average week now let's multiply that by for a year 52 that's 1092 hours over the year and if you plan on being in business for 10 years that's 10,920 hours and if we divide that by 24 that's 455 days and those are those are very very conservative numbers and uh, yeah yeah very real very well. And wow, <laughs> when you put it, when you put it down like that in numbers, it's like, oh my God, it's, it's a reality check really, isn't it? When you, when you do that exercise, oh my God. And you know what? Um, so many people, you talk about laptops and what have you, and we all use laptops for our business and the phones and Facebook and social media and all of that. And we're actually very addicted to our phones and we yeah. can't put them down and we're just plugged into what's going on out there and always, um, you know, uh, keeping an eye on what other people are doing. And this FOMO, this fear of missing out as well, there's a lot of that going on as well. That's stopping you from being with your family and disconnects. Mobile phones, they're connecting us, or sorry, they're disconnecting us from our families. Um, you see family members at the dinner table with their mobile phones on, the phone rings or a message comes in, it beeps or whatever. And we just, this instant gratification, right? So that's, I think that's a really big one as well as the mobile phones. So it's disconnecting us from our family, but it's also disconnecting us from ourselves. And it's disconnecting us from nature um, because we're not getting outside. We're constantly glued and our head is down. So, um, so yeah, so we really need to really wake up um, at where we're spending our time, really. Mm -hmm. 
yeah and to watch that you 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 know the key message there i think is is um where we're spending our time you know and it's not that uh mobile phones are evil they're 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 not there's a time and a place for things. them isn't there yeah, yeah they're, they don't have the capacity to be evil they're they're yeah, not, they're not animate. They're not. They're not alive. You know, great so. in other ways, they really yeah. are great in other ways. But it's just been able to put the shagging thing down when we're at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you know, it's it's as you say. Where where are we in the moment? And and what's what's going on around us? You know, um, I I know I've I've we've all done it. I've often found myself in the phone or in the computer, and and you all go on and do this job for I've something to do. It'll take me five minutes, you know, and then an hour later you're still there wondering. Yeah, we're all guilty of that. Yeah, you suddenly snap out and go, "What am I? Why am I still on the computer?" You know. Yeah. Um. So it is. It is certainly you know to to check in as well and monitor. Um. Like most evenings now, I and this is function is on most mobile phones, by the way, guys. Uh, where I have a do not disturb. But when I think some people think when you put on do not disturb, it completely locks down your phone. But the way mine is set up is. Um, my phone, uh, I have lists of people that the do not disturb doesn't affect. Okay. So you might have um, your family members. So when you put the phone on do not disturb, you might have your family and your close friends that can still ring you. And th that call will still come through or that whatever will still come through, you know, and all that stuff will still happen. But mm -hmm. it blocks out the rest. For your business, you might have one one key person in your business that might be on that list and you have them told you know it better if you ring me after seven o'clock in the evening or whatever the time is it better be an emergency because yeah, yeah. if it isn't an emergency it will be an emergency very quickly yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. because i go through you so you you can have that one key number or one that one key person in your business that that um or, or some level of oversight like that that if there is an emergency you're still contactable, but it just pushes out. It gets, you can tell these do not disturb functions what to, it doesn't just block everything out. Cause I think yeah. there's a bit of, you know, well, what if something happens? What if, what if I have the do not disturb on and, and, and my child is over at such and such's house and their parents are trying to get a hold of me or something right. happened, they, they got hurt. You can have all that, but you can tell the phone to stop. Don't, yeah. don't give me the rest of it. I just want the important stuff from whatever time of the evening and you get to decide that. And it just, as I say, it just blocks that out. To put the boundaries on it, just to set up boundaries, you know, and it's, it's funny, you know, we hear a lot about this in the media around setting boundaries for, for kids and for teenagers and stuff like that around their internet access. And yeah, <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think uh, in, in many respects, we'd want to uh, lead by example, you know, because. Completely. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's you hear it so often, you know, about about setting the boundaries for that, and then we've no boundaries ourselves. You know what the gas thing is? That is, uh, I know people who spend a half an hour in the toilet and they're not constipated. <laughs> they're bringing their phone in with them. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, like. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we've all that going on. Eamon, there's a lot of there's a lot of um worry going on in the world at the moment there's a lot of uh, worry and concern and upset and frustration and people are worried about their jobs at the moment and all of that and you just said to me there earlier on we were talking you were saying that Ireland is officially in recession now and recession is not all doom and gloom we were talking about this earlier so talk to us about you know give people a bit of uh, you know optimism optimism in with recession what is it that they can do what you know why is it a good opportunity it's actually a good opportunity for people at this time 
it can be, yeah. And I mean, the, the first thing I'd say, uh, and I actually just, for the record, I haven't seen this from any official source. It was my father that said this to me yesterday. Okay. Said, oh, the, con- the country, the country is in is is, is officially in recession. I think we're all re- expecting it at some stage, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but my my honest reply was my 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 go to average default, whatever you want to call it. My my natural response was, "Oh, good." Yeah. That that was my that was my natural response. Um, and the one thing I'd say about recession is, it will it will negatively affect you if you choose to partake in the recession. If there is a recession, if you choose to partake in the recession, it will negatively affect you. All a recession means is the market is potentially changing, right? Consumers' um, wants and needs are going to be changing, right? That's for business, it's just information. It's just, it, it's only there to serve you to say, okay, um, you know, consumer behavior is likely to change now, so get ready, okay? And I remember um, I was speaking to, and I can't remember the name of the company, and I, but I was speaking to um, a firm uh, last year. They were big plumbing contractors, right? Oh, yeah. And they set up their business in 2008 now the, the 2008 recession was a bit different there was other things going on you know that was a bit different but same time re- relatively speaking same rules apply um and this guy was working for a plumbing company in 08 and he was let go the company actually he wasn't let go the company um was disbanded was you know they, they went they went broke and the one thing there was a lot of plumbers working for the company but even he said it wasn't a massive by, by some comparisons it wasn't a massive but they employed a good few plumbers and the one observation he made, and it was a very, very interesting observation that he made. The one observation he made was they still had 10 to 20 clients. He says, recalling, he said, I can recall 10 to 20 clients that were on the books that still needed to be looked after mm-hmm. by somebody. Yeah. Okay. So there was 10 to 20 clients. Uh, they probably had maybe 100 clients. I don't know. But there was 10 to 20 clients that he could say, yeah, they, they definitely still need to be looked after. And he said, well, we're by no means the, the biggest plumbing company in, in Ireland so he said God if if we have 10 to 20 clients all these other bigger plumbing companies that are that are being that are you know are closing down they must have 10 to 20 clients as well so he set up his own plumbing business and he specifically engaged with all those um, customers and clients that, that were being let down or being let go because you know being you know they had no one to look after them and and he has a thriving business now so he set up a plumbing business in 2008 when apparently the the year the whole thing came 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 crashing down, you know, and everything was gone, you know, and yeah, here he is. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was um, you know, I spoke to a lot of companies last year when I was doing uh, I was doing a stint with the All Ireland Business Foundation, and I spoke to a lot of companies through that, and that was a recurring theme actually. Uh, when we when we spoke about when I was talking to companies that had come through, you know, 2008 through to whatever year for the recession or had, you know, had started the company somewhere within that recession. I was asking, you know, how, how did you do it? And there was a very common theme. This is where we looked at, we looked at the recession as an opportunity in that we saw a lot of other of our competitors. We saw a lot of, of other companies that do similar things to us. We saw them going out of business and we acknowledged that they all were leaving trails of customers behind them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know companies that tend to market and, and, and ramp up and invest during recession tend to do a lot better. So it's a time, I think, for investing, not willy-nilly, being very smart, being, you know, being smart with your money and, and that, but investing in, in, 
in finding out what the consumers actually want at this time and doing a bit of research around that and then investing in the systems that can support yeah. you and the type of marketing that can support you in attracting those customers. So um, it's not doom and gloom. It's, it's, it is ultimately an opportunity. Anytime you have a change in the market, it's an opportunity. And that's all a recession is. To me, uh, a lot of people would argue that I know, but that's me. And we're all, we're all, um, we're human beings, right? And we do evolve. We've evolved and, and things change over time. You know, there's new things coming in and new ways of, uh, new, new wants and new wants and needs. And that determines the market, as you said, right? Um, but it's always changing over, over the years. So it's not like, like, oh my God, the world's going to end or whatever. Like, you know, it's, it's just something new evolving, as you say. And that's part of our nature. And, um, and with technology now, so technology is booming. So a lot of people are embracing that now. A lot of people who have never had a website before or social media presence or online courses, all that is now really coming on. And there's the, what's that, the, the, the trading online voucher thing. There's loads of grants and things that the, the Leo um, is given out now to entrepreneurs and, and new businesses. Um, so there's lots of support out there as well. So get onto your local Leo and, and find out more information about that. And yeah, there's just so much that you can do to really enhance your business and take it as an opportunity to get one step up. And there's a lot of networking groups as well. And a lot of people that are collaborating now, I know as well, which is something, there was a lot of competition. Now, there is always competition, but it was there was a lot of focus on competition before whereas now there's a lot of focus on collaboration now people yeah. worked as and i i see that now you know in the in the last number of years collaboration and you know i collaborate with other holistic therapists and uh sleep therapists and all the rest and we work together and it's just brilliant like you know but obviously there's going to be somebody who has their own agenda that you need to watch out for so that's always going to be there um so yeah, so and then another thing that you said, Eamon, was choice. Um, and when you understand that you have a choice, that's power. You're taking your power back when you have a choice. And when you decide, when you decide something and you commit to that and you know what it is that you want, um, and ask yourself those questions. And then when you go on that journey of um, and sometimes we don't know how. Uh, we just we just need to know where we're at and where we where we're going. Um, it's like that journey to the top of the mountain, you know, and uh, and along the way, and you you will you will discover and and be passionate about what it is that you really want. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think the the you know you're 100 percent right with the collaboration piece there. There's an awful lot of people collaborating now. I mean, you mentioned you know in in your space, holistic, and, and that um, you collaborate a lot of and you with a lot of other holistic businesses businesses and practitioners and that and you just have to look at a mutual friend of ours what, what john donnelly's after doing with yeah. with, with the your holistic academy which is mm. completely built around an entire industry that that traditionally may have been quite competitive and he's just completely flipped it on its head and said come on let's go let's work together here and let's let's collaborate and there's an awful awful lot of organizations like that out there that are built around collaborating you know and i would highly encourage anybody there's lots of them. You can you can reach out to your your local chamber of commerce. Uh, you know you can reach out to your your local um, BNI Business Network International. You can come online. You you can join the the, the one that started over COVID with with Pat Slattery, the 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 outstanding network, fantastic new network yeah. in Ireland. There yeah. are a lot. There's a lot a lot of organisations out there. A lot of networks out there that are built completely around collaboration and being supportive 
and and there there's no room in those organizations any of the organizations I, I mentioned there there's no room for competition in the match yeah, it's, they don't, it's, it's not allowed it's nearly so you know great. Yeah, it's so great to support because right now, um, you know, we're all this feeling of disconnection and everything right now is so vital that we feel connected and we're supporting each other. And, you know, not even just in business, but, you know, and how you are in one area of your life is how you're being in all the other areas, whether it's work, career, your studying, your family, finances. It's, it's it all in how you're being and your attitude and your perspective. And when you have that support from people and people who are lifting you up, out of that doom and gloom so lifting you up into seeing opportunities and being positive and all that kind of stuff um, it really gives a whole new outlook onto your destiny um, and what your life purpose is and really you know as human beings we are meant to thrive in this world not survive not survive and cope we're meant to thrive in this world and we have the power to do that and we have the choice to do that so it's when we understand and we can see that um, and when we look into that circle of what we don't know we don't know um, and discover it so it's all a discovery and um, you know asking yourself those questions you know what is it that I really want what is that will really fulfill me what is it that will light me up for me not for my mother not for my husband for me uh, because an awful lot of people make that mistake of doing things um, to fulfill on other people's dreams so it's really important that you come from from yourself what do you reckon yeah no 100% and I, I uh it's you hear it in people's language all the time you know when you say we're not we're not meant to survive we're meant to thrive and you hear it in people's language you 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 know you're going to hear it if you've never been paying attention to this before you're going to hear it everywhere now okay uh, yeah. uh where, where people go you know you ask someone oh how are we getting on oh i'm, I'm getting by and the typical response from most people is oh good yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i don't, or, I don't or, get it oh yeah i'm surviving yeah i'm surviving i'm coping yeah. i'm coping all right you know yeah i'm coping i'm getting by and surviving on not too bad not too bad is could be worse could be worse <laughs> and i'm standing there going oh no you poor thing you know when i hear this i'm going oh god love you you know you're you're not too bad so what does that mean i that one is 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 is, is i was gonna say i love it i don't it's a pet peeve of mine actually yeah. um you know you're not too not bad that, and you're kind of keeping there when we say that really aren't well, we? I'm, yeah i mean i'm thinking what do you actually mean when you say that are you saying that you are bad but you're not bad enough to do anything about it yeah and how you know how worse yeah you know how, how bad do things need to get before you'll do anything about it and you know it's a very weird one yeah not too bad. i'm not too bad i'm bad but i'm not too bad or yeah. i'm surviving or oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting on with it or I'm, you know I'm, and it I'm seems normal it. because everybody else is like oh it's not too bad for yeah, surviving the, everyone else is kind of the same boat so it's normal <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's kind of you hear people going how are you doing oh not too bad oh good what do you mean you're saying it's good they're not too bad you've just said it's good that they are bad yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know yeah. what i mean and i you know so i think we're all um, going to really wake up to actually seeing that now Eamon. i think um because our language is so powerful and you know busy is another word i i actually don't i used to call myself you know the sleep expert entrepreneur whatever a busy mum i've taken that word busy out because busy to me sounds chaotic and why do you want to be busy? Like, yes, I'm, I've, I'm fulfilled in what I do. I have work, blah, blah, blah. But to say that you're, oh, I'm really busy. I'm flat out. It sounds chaotic and exhausting. So 
so yeah our language and what we're saying and and the words that we're using I think we really do and even like with sleep I talk a lot about sleep and you know I say to people what are you saying about sleep and you know some of the language that's been used is I'll sleep when I'm dead or I don't have time for sleep so uh, it really does um, and it's all vibrational as well words is vibration you know and it's an energy so we really do need to be mindful what we're actually saying to ourselves you know and to other people as well so it's funny, I'm just looking up the, the, the definition of the word busy there. Having a great deal to do or excessively, de- excessively right, detailed or decorated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny, is that, is that what you want to be to have a great de- And that's another thing I think where, where, where business owners in particular fall down is delegation. You know? Yeah, they want to do it all uh, themselves. They don't want to be seen as I'm not good enough that I can't do it. They don't want to delegate. Yeah, it's no one can do it better than me. I can guarantee, I can 100% guarantee you there's someone out there that can do it better than you. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you really have But to. We, 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 have this, we have this idea that no one can do it better than me. You know, um, whatever it is, I guarantee you there's someone out there that, that can do it as good, if not better than you. You know, there's very few people out there that are the best in the world at anything because there's only one person that can hold that. that. And yeah. then you know it, things are changing so often now and skill sets are being updated so often and new technology is coming in so often now um and we look at look, talking about systems talking about um you know you're, you're looking at the, to go back to the example i gave that the, that company that the process we automated three days down to like 15 minutes you know two to three days down to 15 minutes mm-hmm. and it, you know it's not humanly possible to do it faster than the system can so in many cases, you don't even need another person, possibly. You can delegate it to a clone, to a robot, to a piece of AI. You can delegate it to, to technology. You know, yeah. no, it's, it's no, delegation is no longer exclusive to, to other people, you know, to delegating to other people. But I think it is something people struggle with. You know, we're, we're busy because nobody can do it better than me. And... Um, you, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, 100%. It, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I certainly don't want to have a great deal to do i want to have enough to do but to do it i'd rather do a little and do it exceptionally well because when you have a great deal to do you'll cut corners you know yeah um, you're not focused and you're not as productive and you're not doing you're not showing up to your full potential you're not whole and complete in whatever it is that you're doing you're multitasking and you're thinking about the next 10 things while you're doing the thing you're working on here you're thinking about the next 10 things that you need to do you know, yeah. whereas your focus should be on what you're doing now. So I would rather do one thing exceptionally well, whatever the bit I do, and I know the bit that I do exceptionally well, and I'll do that exceptionally well mm. and as much as possible. And I know that in some cases that's easier said than done. Delegation can cost money, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And okay, for a period of time in your business, you may need to, certain things you may need to do yourself because it needs must, you know. And it can start off really small. You can ask, you know, your husband to help you with something or whatever it is. You know, yeah. you can start off in different ways where it's not really going to cost your fortune. But just practice. Yeah, and this, this, is, this, is, this is where it comes back around again um, to, to what we were talking about earlier, collaboration. There are plenty of businesses out there that will work with you on a collaborative basis in terms of, um, outsourcing, which I think is a bit of a dated word now, to be honest. I think the the the, the thoughts and images that, that that conjures up is not what it actually is today. I think collaboration mm-hmm. is probably probably a better word for how people outsource today. 
um, you know, we, we take on partners now, like my business, we have partners in, in, in the company that we do a lot with in South Africa. Um, and we're looking at, at, at doing partners, uh, taking on a partnership with a company in India. And uh, we will be looking at, at taking our partnerships with, with businesses in the UK and Canada. That's all very, very collaborative. That's yeah. all us collaborating together. What's good for me is good is, is, is good for you. And, and let's find a way to make win, it win. You know, let's find a way to make it work. Um, so it is, it, it is possible. I can, um, you know, if, if I started telling stories now, we'd be here all day, but I could, I could tell you a lot of stories of, yes. of collaborations where the Work. seemingly impossible happened because instead of, you know, Peter paying Paul, Peter and Paul came together, didn't charge each other and, you know, but didn't charge each other or didn't charge each other full whack or whatever and got together and used their heads and, and thought the problem through and, went to market together and made fortunes. Yeah, yeah. I think that Whereas, kind of collaboration, it just, it really, it builds on uh, relationships. And I think there's nothing more valuable, like relationships, relationships are so valuable in business um, and even at home in the family life because together we're stronger. And actually that's the, the tagline in uh, your holistic academy, together we're stronger. But yeah, it's all about teamwork. Um, you know, and yeah. you can't, and no millionaire or your success is, is done solely on your own. It involves other people around you as well. And your life is not fulfilled unless it involves other people around you as well. So collaboration really is key to success, a, a, big, a big key to that. Um, and we're coming to the very end, right? And um, I really just want to acknowledge you though for the work that you're doing because to be able to come from something that takes three days and to produce that same work in 15 minutes is just incredible. And what you are making available to people, having more time to be with their families, to be at home um, and making life a lot easier um, is just, it's just a massive, has a massive impact on that person, but on the per- for them, for their life, for their family, the people that they work with, they're going to be in much better mood um, and so much more is possible as well. You're making a big space for, for more possibilities. So it's really incredible what you're doing, Eamon. I just really want to acknowledge you for that because it is a big deal and it's making a big difference in the world as well. So, Well, thank you very much. And if I, if I could have one message again for, the, for, for, for all the people watching this, if you are in business. I was just going to ask you, yeah, leave us with a parting <laughs> message, a very powerful parting message. Well, no, what I, what I was going to say is, and it's, I suppose it's a bit of a call to action maybe as well, but not a call to action for me, or, or it's a, a call to action for yourselves watching mm-hmm. this. If you are in business and you do feel trapped and you do feel like it's all getting on top of you and it's all, it's all getting a bit much and you don't know where to start. Maybe you don't even know what the problem is that, that in itself can, you know, maybe you don't even know what the problem is, but you know how you feel and you know, you don't like it. Yeah. And you know, it's impacting your family. My call to action would be, and and Joanne, if I might include you with this, uh, in this as well, to, to reach out to either myself or Joanne, because Mm -hmm. I know both of us have a phenomenal network together. You know, I think if you reached out to us and says, yeah, you know, I was watching the, the, the interview there and that's me, you've, you've described me. If myself or Joanne can't help you, it's very, very unlikely that we don't know the person that can. Yeah, yeah. So we will, we, 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 that would be the promise that I would make. If you reach out to me, you will get sorted. Yeah. It may not be me. It may not be me that, that, that you need, but I promise you, you will get the help you need. Yeah, yeah, that's really powerful, Eamon. And it's really important that people know that and really get that. And 
it's just like you know people can pick up the phone or contact me and um, go on a discovery call me for a few minutes uh, just to get to know you have a chat see how I can help you and the same with yourself Eamon as well I think the both of us do free calls whatever you know just to see how we can help you and put you on the right path as you say and help you discover what it is that you really want and that's really really crucial so yeah thank you Eamon that's that's really incredible and thank you for that Eamon where can people find you? Uh, well, the, we're currently, you mentioned earlier on the, the TOV voucher, we're currently going through that process. So the website's actually down at the minute, but in future, you will find us at usuite.ie um, or you can email me at amon, E-A-M-O-N-N, at usuite. That is the letter U, S-U-I-T-E, not Y-O-U, just the letter U, usuite.ie. So amon at usuite.ie. Um, or you can you can just Google or just find me on Facebook, Eamon Walsh on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, just go, just just search Eamon Walsh on LinkedIn. Um, connect with me. I'm always happy to talk to anybody. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, that's great, Eamon. Thank you so much. I could talk to you all day. <laughs> You're so full of inspiration and wisdom, and yeah, and really, want, I can really get that passion. You really want to help people make a difference in the world. So I thank you for that. Thank you for who you are and who you're being in the world. So thank you very much, Eamon, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, Joanne, and thanks everyone for, for tuning in and watching. Thank you for joining us on the Empowering Family Health Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to the upcoming cast. And remember to share with your friends so that they too can be empowered.